But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. Chopping it up from the Cabinet Creations, Custom Cabinet Creations Sports Desk right here. You can check those guys out. All the links to all these sponsors are actually in our description. So if you want to go check those guys out, be sure to do so. Uh, I want to welcome you back. How well, welcome you back? How was your weekend? I guess <laughs> I was gonna say welcome back. Was well, I not here Friday? I mean, you don't answer my text, so it's like I really was I not here Friday. You were here Friday. All right, so then yeah, I just had to think about that for a second because you know, largely absent-minded for the past couple of days, I didn't answer anybody's text. I just said work, and Jimmy's p- pissed at me because I didn't answer him. Uh, yeah, oh, every- I actually did answer him. I said After- I get out of work at six thirty. I'll call. I was you trying I to never- follow up with Jimmy throughout the course of the weekend with any Rutgers players that were getting drafted, and all of a sudden, you know, Jimmy being Jimmy came back and he was like, "Well, yeah." They're just practice squad guys at best, and then they get cut. Like, all right, cool, Jimmy. I guess you don't give a I got flying like, shit. I got, like, small excerpts of, like, Phil Mushnick's latest article talking shit about the draft <laughs> sent to me. <laughs> Jimmy, I do not – I don't agree with anything Phil Mushnick has said, nor have I read the newspaper in the last 20 years. So – But no you got to check no out. Phil Mushnick you should get the post delivered to the what studio. What I going to say, though? I had a good thing to say. I'm sure you got a lot of good things to say. So I do. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we hope Mark you- from Canada. Canada. There's no time difference over there, right? Canada. Is it depends on where you are Toronto, in Canada? Well, Dave, let's just think about ah, this. Geographically, I, I have no so idea. So if you are on the east coast of Canada, you're like on right the east above coast. Niagara Falls, there is no time difference. But if you're in, let's say, Vancouver. Where is this guy? I don't know. Do you know? Do you know Montreal? <laughs> Do you know Mark? Uh, anyway, welcome everybody to the show. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, to support Chop Sports, do yourselves a favor. Head on over to Patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. Way to put the uh, graphic up on cue on point. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the way we are right now is we're back to grassroots. It is literally just Sturch and Gooch. There's no it producer. Is, is. There's no Rob. There's no Dina. There's no anybody. There's no intern. There's no nobody. We're running the show by ourselves, and I don't know if we can do it anymore. Honestly, I, I don't know how hard this is going to be, but I'm being, shit, I'm, let's just I'm, roll. Everything is making me nervous about this. I don't know if it's the graphics on StreamYard or if it's the graphics in my head. What? What are you talking about there? Uh, images on anybody, but... No, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. they're all watching on YouTube. Question? I don't know. Are we going to be able to do this ourselves? Yes. Okay, yes. cool. Absolutely. Patreon.com. I did a good job. Yeah, no, you did a great job there. Patreon.com uh, forward slash Chop Sports. If you're watching this video on YouTube, please be sure. Please, por favor. It helps us dramatically um, to like the video and share it. Today, I want to put you guys on a homework assignment right now as you're watching this. I want you guys to share this video to the masses. Hey, this is what I watch every day at 11 o'clock. You might like them. You might not. Uh, just try. Uh, just tr- just try to do that uh, for me. That would help us out tremendously. Dat Chat, uh, be check, uh, be sure to check out one of our newest affiliates uh, for the last couple months now. Uh, a new social media. Uh, the draft coverage was there. There was plenty of stuff, um, plenty of stuff to to do over at Dat Chat. Go check them out. They're on uh, iTunes, not iTunes. What is it? They're on the App Store and they're on Google Play. So you can go check those guys out. Our buddy Glenn over there. Um, we're going to get into a lot of stuff today. Obviously, the NFL draft comes and goes. We already covered the first round because we were there uh, for Thursday to watch that one. So, obviously, rounds two through seven, we'll get into the, some of the winners and losers. NBA playoffs continue. We'll get into that in a little bit. The Yankees and the Mets, oh, boy, you know, one month in, let's all pump the brakes. Let's not get too crazy. But the Yankees and the Mets, all of a sudden, uh, they're, they're doing wonders over there. Plus, I don't know if you know this, but tonight, uh, the potential three-peat, journey begins for gooch's tampa bay lightning so they're gonna try to go for three in a row the rangers start tomorrow night against the penguins be sure to tune into that uh because i'm pumped what if anybody the, wants to go out for the game there was a three-peat in any sport the bulls or no is that really how long it's i don't know been? did they ever three-peat or did they five-peat or did like i don't think they five-peat i think they had two separate three-peats yeah, it was six. It was three in a row. Then 92, Jordan 93, left. 94. Then Bulls leave. Yeah. Then, then 96, 97, 98, 99. All right. Whatever. Um, 
DFA. Oh boy. Well, that's good. Uh, there's a little bit of a breaking news thing for the Mets as uh, Robinson Cano has been designated for assignment. So the Yankees are going to come calling for Robinson Cano to be their new DH. I'm kidding. Uh, he's batting p- uh, piss poor. He's on my Honestly, fantasy team, fantasy bench. I would, I would take, take a flyer. I would, Cano has a, I would a, take a flyer on Cano. Bat off the bench right now? Come Listen, on, has, has he fallen off the face of the earth? Maybe. Well, look, I don't know. Look, we need the version of Cano that's like the version of A-Rod. I don't think you're going to get that, his career. No, I'm talking about one thing and one thing only. Are you willing to risk it all one last time? Risk it for And get business. back on the steroids and learn how to hit a baseball <laughs> again? If so, take your steroids. Then you could join the Yankees. I have no issues with it. And there it but is. I'm all about the cheating. We don't. We all know this. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, so anyway, uh, over the weekend on Friday, um, I decided to tell um, – this country and their gas prices that go F themselves. Did you see the picture, at least, of my new ride? Yes. You like it? <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't give my obligatory like. On you didn't. You didn't. I'm terrible. You're awful. Terrible. Like, life that's... events happen. Like, Miles is six months today. Say happy birthday, Miles. Hey, happy do we happy do... half birthday, see, Miles. See, this I'm going to have to dispute. Um, six I months think it's is a, big. a parental thing. And, like, see, I guess it's like, I don't know that you say happy birthday. No, you don't. You say happy six months. months. Happy six months, Miles. There you go, dude. Congrats, See, I, I know you're watching. I know you're listening. Um, I threw the obligatory like I had to have on something over the weekend. <laughs> the obligatory. Thing. So you actually don't like it. You just like, oh, does damn, anybody? I, do this shit. I feel like obligatory likes are. You know, I see my. There's no way anyone likes that many things. Like I, don't I like, like a lot. I don't like. I like a lot. I'm on the people. I like the kind Packers of shit on social draft. media to like. It. I like the Packers draft. I know Rube <laughs> is probably going to talk shit about it. Oh, but I'm sure he will. Uh, but yeah. So anyway. That's my, my biggest news Did right now. Like my um my nasally voice today. Uh, the um allergy the allergies are I, full I know blown. It's like pouring rain today. Doesn't matter. I Doesn't can't matter. Fucking breathe. You know that I made the age old mistake again. I went from a black truck to a black SUV. Um, and it's uh, pollen season. Like without like it looked so beautiful when I first got it. Brought it home. Had it in the driveway. Looked gorgeous. And then like. 30 minutes later, I go outside. It's green. <laughs> like, like this is so dumb of me uh, to do that. Six months oh, till I get another little. Congrats one. to Scoop on his. Oh, we did uh, say that already. We did that on Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, then Scoop, <laughs> shut the fuck up, dude. Why are you trying to steal Dave? <laughs> yeah, Thunder? stop stealing miles, miles of spotlight, Thunder, bro. That's fucked up. Fuck also, with Scoop, you? I'll talk to you about the fantasy baseball situation after the show. And I play the Rockford if, Peaches this I'm week. I'm also a Scoop. little upset You're with, with Payne because Payne doesn't. Um, Yes, except Payne. invite, so he lost his opportunity I, now because cousin Vinny now. So took all the right, so, if Dina, if you're watching the show from the other room, here's um, your announcement. You have you have <laughs> Vinny now is like kind of teamed up onto your side of the team, and Scoop wants me to delete Dina off the team altogether. But the problem there is that's not going down. No, we're not doing like, that. It's a paid for team. Dina Why would Scoop little, say that? Publicly? In over her head with <laughs> with this version of fantasy baseball, so she's gonna sit there and co. Co-pilot. This She's going to be the bench coach. Vinny, you don't have to spend any money. You shut the fuck up and you set this lineup. I'll give you all the tips. <laughs> you know what's you funny? Need. You're you're going in on this and you're playing them this week. Yeah, bro. Like, so you want to earn this one? It's all about league integrity with me. I do not like to have dead teams in in fantasy baseball. If I notice a couple things like two weeks in a row where there's some poor lineup moves and or lack of a lineup move at all for that matter, then yeah, I, I will have somebody step in and, and figure uh, there it are out. a couple uh, almost dead teams in our league. Uh, Carl being one of them. Uh, Girth Brooks. Uh, the, the sauce is one of them. Oh, and three. I dropped one to probably the best team in the league. I think uh, and that's Ashley Schaefer BMW. Uh, that's uh scoops boy, but we'll see. There still is another undefeated team technically, you know, cause you tied and kissed your sister on that one. Uh, just well, horrible. Let's just be real about it. I tied, but nobody else besides the person that I played that week would have beaten me. We tied for high week, so I've been in the top two in high week every single week. So. Yeah, shout out to the Braves, by the way, for uh, deciding to shift Freed's start to tonight against the Mets rather than have him start his normal start on Sunday. Screwed me up, and nope, I lost. Nope, you lost anyway. If Max Freed would have had a perfect game, you might have won, but you lost by a decent number. Oh, well, yeah, I lost by a nice chunk. You're better off getting freed start on Monday. Let's go. Anyway, we, we, anyway, we'll get into all, all kinds that. of rules right now. We'll get. I'm sorry. We'll get into all of our the, some fantasy talk later on because we're going to be talking about the first month in baseball. Uh, but first and foremost, I want to give a special shout out. Special shout out, which is uh, two S's and H's. Special shout out to Mike Tverdov. You weathered the storm of the draft. The draft is a grind, bro. It comes and goes. We all expected maybe fifth, sixth, seventh round. Uh, then the unrestricted free agent period happens where this is just a frenzy. I was told, and I'll just tell you right now, 
He was contacted by the Lions, the Dolphins, and the Jets throughout the draft process, and he winds up with an invite to go to the Miami Dolphins minicamp to try to see if he can make the team. So shout out to Divert Off from Rutgers, our guy, our chop athlete. Um, kill it, man. Keep bro, continuing the grind. If there's a place that I'm going to go and work out and try out for, for a couple weeks, South Beach. I, I'm looking at the Miami depth chart right, uh, did before. They have 12 defensive linemen, including four guys they sign in, in the unrestricted free agency or undrafted uh, free agency period. So, look, there's going to be a competition down there for Divertoff. I think he's added size. He's added speed. His th- his cone drills were amazing. So he has a chance. So go go kick some ass. Um, so anyway, the NFL draft. All right. Yes. Comes and goes. Okay. And again, we we talked a lot about the the first round uh on uh whatchamacall? You got it? On uh which oh, yep. <laughs> as we produce our own show. Um, we talked about the first round on Friday show because obviously it, it went down on Thursday night. But it's 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 not now time to kind of pick some winners and losers. And, you know, this is more of an authentic, you know, perception or, or perspective, have you, of the NFL draft because of the fact that, you know, Mel Kuypers of the world. It's funny. He predicts certain things and then they happen and then he shits on it in the grade. It's like, well, you you said that this was going to happen. And, that, and I'm talking specifically about the Cowboys um, and, and some of their picks, because remember, I was. Hell bent on Thursday night. Nobody wanted to lock eyes with me on Thursday night based off. No, the, I was the actually Cowboys. trying to because I, it was hilarious. I mean, and honestly, in, in the end of the day, you didn't know if the pick was going to be good or bad. I'm looking at it. I was like, yeah, they got a tackle. What the fuck do I know? Yeah. I mean, position uh, is all that I look at. They did right. address plenty of positions of needs. Uh, I'm not going to go into the Cowboys draft. In fact, if you want to do that, you can download the new Jersey Boys podcast, which is available on this network. It's available right now. Uh, myself, Brett Ernst, and Keith Ernst break down the entire draft. Uh, a little bit of an edgier podcast this week. So uh, if you're a little bit of weak, uh, weak of the heart as far as, um, you know, can't take any uh, bad words, I guess you could say, don't listen. Uh, but if you can, if you want a cleaner version, you can head on over to blogging the boys. I did my podcast with my guys, Tony and Aiden. Uh, we broke down the draft as well. I literally did two podcasts, same material yesterday. It was mind numbing. Like I had to do the draft, grade every pick. Then I did it again, but I put an edgier spin on the Jersey boys where if I wanted to talk some shit, I could talk some shit. This is like a different dynamic uh, with the two of them. But anyway, winners and losers. So plenty of representation in the chat right now. Uh, I know Scoop's a Jaguars fan. Mark is a Bears fan. James Rube is a Bears fan. So two Bears fans in here. Ken Paulman's also in here. He's a Steelers fan. I'm sure he's happy. I did write them down as one of my winners, but I want to start with um, obviously I guess I'll just start with the Jets, considering the fact that we talked about the Jets already. Um, I've considered them a winner of this draft. Obviously, everybody knew about the first round. It was Sauce Gardner. It was Garrett Wilson. It was Jermaine Johnson. Bang, they nailed it out the park. But then for them to grab Brees Hall, which I thought was the best running back in this draft in the second round early, um, the only question mark I have is, you know, you, you do have Michael Carter. Like, are, are you going to go two-headed yeah. monster here? Oh, Same, I mean, very, look, look but very similar league. running backs. There's, yeah, of course. They're definitely going to be going two-headed monster. There's always a need and a demand for running backs. You get the, the most talented back in the draft, arguably the most talented back two years in a row. We have no idea how Carter's going to play out. I think Najee Harris is clearly 1A in that draft, and I think Javante Williams is is like 1B. Yeah. But Michael Carter was really good, and in this class, Bryce Hall? I always get his name. Brees. Brees. Yeah, Brees. Brees Hall. Is there a Bryce Hall that plays college basketball? Maybe, um, but the, the, I'm looking at Maybe. also another steal of a pick was Jeremy Ruckert, the tight end uh, out of Ohio State. You pair him up with a CJ Azuma. All of a sudden you have yourselves a two tight end set. And, and I think and that was a guy Ruckert was a guy I was covering as a Cowboy uh, fan later on in the draft when I'm like, all right, it's time for the linebacker. I mean, it's time for the tight end now. And uh, it never came to fruition. So, you know, be that as it may, it is what it is. But the Jets, I think, had, had a great draft. Um as far as continuing on the winner's side of this, I wrote down the Ravens. I thought the Ravens had a phenomenal draft. You disagree here. I disagree. But just to recap, they do take Hamilton uh, as their first pick. It's the best safety in the draft. Um, and then Tyler Lindenbaum fell to them when the Cowboys decided not to draft him. Uh, and then after that, they they took the gamble and took Ajabo, the, the kid who lost uh, his Achilles in, in his, last, his last effort, his last play of his pro day. He tears his Achilles. The funny, well, not the funny, but like the 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 coincidence or the kind of funny part about this is he's going from one Harbaugh to another Harbaugh as he was drafted by the Ravens. So I guess Jim went to 
little bro, big bro, I don't know who's older, um, and said, look, you know, once this guy Jim gets is older, Jim is probably older. Once this guy gets right, you're going to get a steal. Take him now. So they do that. Uh, and they bring him in. I know they lost Hollywood Johnson. Hollywood Johnson? Brown. Brown? Why? Hollywood Johnson. Anyway, Hollywood Brown. They lose him in a trade uh, to the Cardinals. And they didn't really address the wide receiver. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. But as far as the draft goes, I think it's a, I think it's an A. I don't know. And you disagree. Yeah, I disagree because you trade away a receiver and you don't get another receiver. They also lost Sammy Watkins in the offseason. So it's not like they they have nothing now. Who's their number one? Rashad Bateman. We expected them, fully expected them, especially they had a decent amount of picks in the on day two, to at least pick up a, a wide receiver to kind of take some of the load off of Rashad Bateman, who only played in about 10 games last season anyway. Who's going to catch the ball besides Mark Andrews? Well, they drafted a they drafted two tight ends. Isaiah likely in the fourth round, and which was very good. We're talking about the Ravens. I might as well bring it up now. But when Lamar Jackson tweeted, what the fuck, you know, maybe he should have asked Hollywood Brown what he what the fuck, because Hollywood Brown was supposedly demanding asking for the trade. So right. He wanted out apparently because the system in Baltimore was not favoring a wide receiver, a.k.a. I need a real quarterback too to throw me the ball <laughs> because words. Lamar Jackson the, is not the, it. Too conservative was the words that were used by Hollywood Brown's agent. So, yeah, just having no one to catch the ball. The, the AFC is stacked, man. You're going to have to score some points. I understand that they have a good defense. They improved their defense maybe a little bit, but not. they're not all world. You're not on sold on Hamilton as, a, as the best safety in the draft? Or? I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually, if we're talking safeties and we're talking good drafts, I think as shitty as this is to admit, I think the Vikings cleaned up in the draft because they were able to move down and get what they needed to they get. Move down a couple times. Move down a couple times, traded with Green Bay. Now it might have worked out for, for the Packers that they were able to move up and get a guy that I think they may have reached on. I think the pick itself was the right spot, but trading up two second-round picks to get up to that spot, I think that might have been a mistake. Mm. There was other guys that I also liked at the wide receiver position, but we'll see. Stevie Mack, 23, coming in saying, I have a feeling the Ravens go after Jarvis Landry. Not a bad fit. I have a feeling that every single team that missed out on wideouts in this draft, Packers included, should be in on the conversation with Jarvis Landry. And and Julio Jones still out there. I'm good on Julio. No? Yeah. Just, oh, I'd, rather have I mean, Odell Beckham. I'd rather have Odell than Julio. Oh, glad you brought up Beckham real quick for the uh, the what the, the troll fuck, jobs the what day. the fuck moment of the weekend. You're such a clown, man. Like you were just starting to like make me like you a little bit as far as like the personality on and off the field. I was like, you know what? He's actually kind of maturing a little bit. And then this, the moment the draft hits and the, and Brock Purdy was selected by the 49ers as Mr. Irrelevant. Odell Beckham says, hmm, how can I get people talking about me? He literally puts out a tweet that says uh, that Debo was traded to the, to the Patriots. Right. And immediately Cold water by our boy Rappaport. Palisaro said, no, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Debo even. Debo was he like, what the fuck? I feel bad. Bro's board. I feel bad. Right. I feel bad for Debo on that regard because there's no reason for that. And, of course, Odell came out later and said, I'm sorry. You know, I was just bored. You know, I was just, I was just talking shit. But, like, Debo's mentions blow the hell up again. You know what I mean? Like, the kid finally, we, we're starting to make peace with the fact that Debo wasn't going anywhere. You know what I mean? So like, like shut your mouth, Odell. Like, I mean, Debo's dug in. He's saying that he doesn't care if it takes all off season or even into next season. He's dug in. He's not playing for the 49ers again. I think. When was this? That was said right after. The, I don't. He, he. It's not a quote from Debo saying. It's very similar to the Aaron Rodgers situation. But according to people close to Debo, he is dug in and he doesn't give a shit that they didn't trade him. Now, after the draft, he realizes that a lot of the teams that needed wide receiver help address the need so there's like a smaller market for him but he doesn't care he's not going to just buckle because they didn't trade him on draft day and the jets apparently made the move they they did offer the they offered there was a bunch of offers for debo the 49ers just didn't didn't budge i wonder if that's like i wonder if if debo kind of forces the hand uh, of 149ers you know what i mean like it's we'll see we'll see uh chris Payne. good morning sir uh he says the giants will wind up with baker mayfield well we'll talk about the giants in a second because they are still one of my winners in the first round. And then after that, I felt like Dave Gettleman was back running the team because they do hit on the first two picks. We all know about that. But then Wandale Robinson in the second round, while good, definitely more guys left on the board. Um, the, the Giants might have swung and missed there. Uh, and again, they don't address the quarterback position at all, which again, fine, because I kind of thought that as the draft got longer and as we were seeing Malik Willis trickle into the third round, I was like, wow, you know, the Giants are going to wind up with like Willis 
to back him up and be the quarterback of the future. And they didn't take a draft. They didn't take a flyer on him at all. Yeah. Um, Tennessee winds up doing it, which probably leads to the end of Ryan Tannehill eventually. Or maybe they just kind of see the writing on the wall that he can't get over the hump, right? I, I mean, Malik Willis is a little bit away. He's a third-round pick. Correct. Uh, so, uh, again, the Giants, it wouldn't shock me to have Baker Mayfield over I there. Still, I don't know what it's going to take. I'm, if I'm going after Baker, I'm just going after Jimmy G. It's like the exact same type of player, but one guy is humble and one guy sucks at life. I mean, that's what at life. Okay. They both kind of suck at football. But Jimmy G is at least a proven winner. I'm not going with Baker when Jimmy G's out there. But the 49ers might demand more. I feel like they still hold some value on Jimmy G's name. And the 49ers the didn't even don't have value shit. They, I think they had like four picks total, the Niners. Like they didn't have a lot of draft capital. Um, so for them, they can acquire this for next year uh, if they dish off a Debo and a Jimmy G. And the landscape of San Francisco could be completely different in like, I don't know, a month from now. Who knows? Because uh, many camps are already starting in the middle of May. So you only have like two weeks to start really solidifying your roster and seeing who's going to make the team and who's not. Um, unfortunately, the Eagles also on on my winner's list. Uh, they land A.J. Brown in the first day. Great. Then they draft Jordan Davis, even a better situation. But in that third round, man, I was banging on the desk at home. I was like, please, Dallas, just take the shot on the Kobe Dean. And they didn't. And the Eagles do. According to all what I've read, he has a torn peck that he's not going to get repaired until next year. So the fact that he's playing with a torn peck or potentially not playing, I don't know what the deal is, but Dean is a stud linebacker. He was probably one of the better, if not the team leader on that Georgia defense, and he goes to Philadelphia, which, again, that just makes me sick. So I, I don't know. Would yeah. you have taken the risk if, if given the opportunity? Obviously, you guys drafted 19 fucking Georgia defenders. Yeah, I would have taken – Put it this way, not after we took Quay Walker. At that point, you're you're not going to take another middle linebacker when we have an all pro sitting at the other side. So no. But yeah, I thought it was a, a good pick for Philly. Any team in that spot, this is what happens. You have teams that run from a guy for a round or two mm -hmm. because of an injury, and that's what was happening. Teams were running from Nicobe Dean until you hit around a certain point where every single team that was running from him is now lining up running towards him. I'm surprised Dallas didn't make that move, especially with Jerry Jones propensity to draft like a guy that's, but they did end up getting a guy in that pick that I think is going to potentially be a star in the league too. Maybe a day one starter. You're talking about the receiver. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got to interview him, which was actually pretty badass. He came on, he was drafted by the Cowboys. No, I say uh, star. I mean, Jalen like Tolbert was drafted in the third round by star. Dallas uh, receiver. Very humble kid. Found out he's a Yankee fan. That was my question to him. Like, of all the questions you could possibly ask him, and you have that three seconds of fame to talk to him, I'm like, yo, did you like the Cowboys growing up? And he's like, bro, I didn't like football until 11th grade. And I was like, oh, cool. He's like, I'm more of a, a baseball guy. The Yankees were my squad. I'm like, okay, that we're, that we're talking. Um, but anyway, the staying on the winners, the Panthers, they drafted Ikem in the, in the first round, the, one of the best tackles in football, and then they wait and they wait and they wait, and they wind up with Matt Corral. I don't know if this kid's going to pan out. I don't know why he slipped to the third round. Clearly, there's 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 tape on him where he's not first-round talent. However, they got their guy without having to trade anybody. So now it's Corral, Sam Darnold. So it's like, pick your poison at this point. Is Corral better than Sam Darnold right now? I don't know. Probably Maybe. Not. Probably not, I would say, but like, because he's like, not as polished, a little raw. Sam Darnold won three games in the beginning of the year last year while he was not hurt, and he looked Lost okay. to the Cowboys, though. But... You know, Sam Corral is, doesn't he have tiny hands too? That's what I'm going to say about every rookie. Matt Corral. Matt Corral. You, you actually Carell. combine the two players. That's perfect. One guy. They are the same person now. Mm. So my last winner of this are the Steelers uh, because of the fact that they landed Kenny Pickett. Uh, they also land Pickens, which that offense now, that was your guy that you talked about last week. I actually, I saw a tweet come out from a, one of the accounts I follow that, that you know, follow the Cowboys. And uh, the tweet said, this is why you don't draft Pickens. And it was just like a highlight reel of him just starting shit on the field, just mauling over dudes. And I'm like, not for nothing, but, like, I like that. why you do draft. Right, I like that in a receiver, a guy that will fucking, you know, just completely tear the roof off of anybody. That's He literally called somebody out. Like, I, you've probably seen the highlight. He looked at that guy, he goes like this. And he goes like, shush, shush. Yeah, that was the Michigan. Yeah, snap, and then he just well, flattens the guy. Flattens him. Well, that's what. That's what happens. You had the whole sideline talking shit. This is with a play that made me want him. Right. It's like you got this whole sideline talking shit, and he puts a hat on a hat, bodies the DB that was trying to, I don't want to cover him, but really. In this James Rube coming back in saying Sam Howell is the best quarterback in this draft. Pickett is effing awful. Um, again, I, I don't I don't agree with the awful take. 
I, I hope that Sam Howell does not play out. He was taken by the Washington Commanders, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, actually, I, I have no idea. Shit, was he? I think he was. Commanders had themselves a sneaky okay draft, too. Um, my losers, I only have two written down. Rube's not going to really like this. The Bears are one of my losers in this draft because of the fact that you lose A-Rob. You do nothing to address the receiver until the third round. Um, two defensive picks. It's almost as if they don't want uh, their quarterback to succeed over there. I, I don't know. Like You need that young quarterback to have a stud. You get rid of your only stud, and you do nothing to replace him. And you draft a corner and a safety and all that. And listen, I get it. Defense, great. You know, you gotta you gotta play defense. But like in this regard, if you want Justin Fields to progress and get better, and you know, over the years, you gotta you gotta just you gotta address that. Yeah, I mean, Rube is definitely being honest about what he thought of the Bears draft. <laughs> Said the when Bears you draft. The Bears sucked. draft this year. You have to assess Justin Fields because that's basically their last two drafts are equaling him. Yeah. So we'll see how it works out. But I'm not a big believer in. Justin Fields. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Austin is Tyreek too. So I don't know who he's talking about there, but uh, whatever. Uh, oh, hello, Ashley. Good morning. I hope she's uh, things are happening over there as far as uh, any progress on that sitch. Or, uh... um, yes. Yeah. All right. Yes. Talk to me over. Good. Glad. Um, I'm also going to say the Patriots are maybe the biggest losers in this draft. Oh, the okay. Memes going out around Bill Belichick's draft. He, uh, dude, first of all, quarterback in the fourth. Okay. Two corners from a third in the third and the fourth. Second round receiver Tyquan Thornton. He's drafted two running backs in this draft. It's almost as if he just didn't know what the needs were <laughs> with the Patriots. Like, look, they're a playoff team last year. Obviously, we all saw the out of control, uh, you know, just nobody really expected the Patriots to do what they did last year with a rookie quarterback. But man, oh man, I, I think Bill's lost it a little bit. I, I don't know about this draft. I, I look at it up and down. I'm like, you didn't draft anything you actually needed weird it's very weird i don't know man um i was looking for the memes because black adam schefter yeah or ghetto gronk which one of the one of the two pick your poison Bro. they're both great there's like a whole there's 10 of them just go find it <laughs> hilarious content i'm gonna fucking find it go ahead find it because pain's coming in saying the patriots are the biggest losers of all time regardless of their wins and losses and they have mac jones and you know so he's not obviously there um Kenny Pickett, uh, Ken Palman's coming to Kenny Pickett sucks. Relax. That's going to start a fight. Uh, so have at it. Um, I don't think the Bears want to succeed, according to Sam Grasso. I, listen, I, I'm with that, too. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They had a weird, weird draft, man. And, and oh, again, it was the video of um, the guy calling the draft pick and mm -hmm. handing the phone to Bill Belichick. And then like, they zoom in on the, the executive's face. I'm not going to pull it up on the TV. <laughs> bro you see the look go to get on drunk on instagram is the look of disgust and despair out of the uh gm i guess that's the gm or well, I, I think, think Belichick Belichick's the, GM. the gm right yeah. so uh, i don't know man i think he's i think he's lost a little bit over the time but but he's still the greatest coach ever but i think it's forward, just you know, fast forward to like week 12 of this year where the patriots are like a win away from securing well, the one seed jimmy palumbo coming and in, getting involved today in the show can't count out bill you really can't like as much as i think he's losing it a little bit i i, I do think that you know, come December, we're going to be like, the Patriots are only went away from being tied for first in the AFC East. You know, it's always the case. They um, didn't they draft a quarterback, though? They the, did. The, the guy that looks exactly <laughs> like Mac Jones. I think it's something Hayes. Though. Yeah, no, he listen, he has some decent tape. Um, I, I looked Mac him up. Mac Jones going to lose his job. Mac Jones already with a quarterback competition in year two. Um, that's not what you said. Listen, there's a camera in front of me, and then there's a screen in front of me, and I don't have the stream in front of me. So if I misplace one word, Go after yourself, Payne. I, I, I'm, I'm well aware. By the way, uh, my nephew went to a birthday party yesterday at uh, DJ Make Me Fit and I, or DJ Get Me Fit or whatever the fuck it's called in Madelon. And um, I, I literally responded to the family group chat. I'm like, oh, my buddy Payne just had his 40th birthday <laughs> as a, in a Star Wars team where everybody had lightsabers and neon lights and streamers and all this other shit. Oh, man. So the NFL draft comes and goes. Obviously, uh, yes, um, the by the way, uh, the the Jaguars drafted a running back. <laughs> so you're looking at, like Scoop texted me as soon as it happened. He's like, "Why?" You know, like he's, he's like, they got Antiani, they got a million people out there. Oh my god. Um, what does that say? I can't believe what. As far as the Giants, the Knicks, Knicks are, are what? Gonna go let Fibs play for the Giants or something? I guess they drafted a Thibodeau. Yeah, Kayvon, the, yeah. the number one pick. He should. He play. He should play power forward at this point. Um, Jimmy, don't use that joke in your set. 
Speaking of sets, I, I see you uh, You sold out completely. You sold your soul to the devil as you uh, decide to pair up with Joe Matteris. Anyway, it's time to get into some of these uh, sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. First and foremost, I don't have the fucking Fusco read. Man, I, what did I say as soon as we started the show? I said I'm forgetting something. It's on my desk. But here we go. It is the Fusco Agency. Don't even worry about it. Don't even run out. The Insurance Retirement Wealth Planning, FuscoInsuranceAgency.com, our boy Michael Fusco, who said he's been very busy. And, of course, watch this be the show that he does watch uh, today, and he realizes that I completely screw up his read. Um, But, listen, go check him out. He's a very good dude. Uh, Obviously, uh, which we call tax preparation is already done, but he can help you out with insurance, retirement, especially I do ask you questions all the time about your retirement, Gooch, about if you're okay, where you're set, are you worried about it? Well, guess what? This guy's going to set you up. He's got it all. So get on over to FuscoInsuranceAgency.com. Tell him Chop Sports sent you, um, and that's that. So now we move on to a brand-new read out of the Manscaped because it's a brand-new month, and we're talking about the ultra-smooth package. Take it away, Gooch. All right, attention, boys. Are you ready to get blown? <laughs> Dot, 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 away, question Ooh, mark. Did that, question mark. I like dot, it. Dot, dot, dot. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Sirens alert. I'm reading this oh, word for fucking word, I bro. did not write this. This is so their read. for it, and they listen. Our friends at Manscaped just relaunched the Ultra Smooth Package. It's mm. back, baby. So you guys asked for it, and then we got it. Your new favorite tool in co- to compliment. Oh, God damn it. Your new favorite tool and compliment to the Lawnmower 4.0 to keep your boys smooth while looking to get blown. There you go. This specialized okay. groin shaving kit is there to help you buff, protect, and shave your most sensitive areas. Hmm. It's time to crop that bush of yours. Look, we're not calling our <laughs> our, our pubes a bush. We're not, not, this is manhood. This is Manscaped right. read. He's Manscaped, reading it verbatim. You're going to have to run it back on that one because <laughs> I don't really have a right? bush. I never had a bush in my entire never life. Never in my life did I say, like, Let's get a little bushy down here. Bush, it's like that's definitely a female part. So it's time to crop out that those pubes of yours and get it right down to the roots and discount just look. God damn it! Just for you from Manscaped, get twenty (laughs) percent off and free shipping on Manscaped. Manscaped.com with the promo code Chop Sports. Is that it? I think so. I mean, it comes with a lot. All right, look, there, I'm going to just keep on it's got going. The, uh, the crop exfoliator, the I'm crop gel. To, the legends, thank you. I didn't, They're calling me a legend or themselves legends? Probably us. So the legends who introduced the electric ball hair trimmer are bringing back the razors so you can be set and trimmed from front to back. That is a, has a lot of hair. <laughs> so you no longer have to borrow your lady's razor for that. Perfu- what? Are you okay? What? Are you well? Are they okay? I don't know. They wrote it. I'm reading what they wrote. All, All right, right, we so got to adjust it a little bit. Go over to... <laughs> <laughs> manscaped.com use the promo code chop sports get this graphic oh, down shit, all right and then um <laughs> use the promo code chop sports 20 percent off yeah i gotta do fix that. that now we'll fix that up a little bit but everybody anybody that comes in the comments they all um you know they all appreciate a a a, a read from the gooch like the, from literally the gooch and the grundle uh he comes over here and uh, it's tommy d he says i always seem to jump on when you're talking about a man's bush the very beginning when they're like are you guys ready to be blown Away. <laughs> Even though I put my own spin on that too. Wait, you didn't read like that? No, bro. It says, "Are you, attention, listeners? Are you ready to be blown away?" <laughs> like the best part. Sirens alert! <laughs> like, do we actually have to add a fucking? I don't know. Drop? But we have to add a sirens drop. Maybe. Maybe we get a little creative with it because they want a siren and they're going to get it. Pain, goddamn. Yeah. We're ne- you're you're needed. Yes. Uh, we just need you to drive by. Um, we just do a commercial when we come up. And he's like, it's Officer Payne. He's got the lawnmower 4.0 in his hand. Woo, woo, woo. He checks our <laughs> checks down your ass for the, for the butt crack snack. Yeah, for the butt crack Oh, boy. Snack. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so that's that. <laughs> we also want to give a special shout uh, to our friends over at Lilac Sage Boutique. They're having a clearance sale right now. Mother's Day is literally next week. I always forget. It's Sunday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, they have very quick shipping. If you want to head on over to lilacsageboutique.com, go use them. Uh, 10% off CHOP10 at checkout. They're already doing a clearance sale. So if you add CHOP10 to that, my goodness, it's practically free. I have, an, I have an actually a better idea. Go out there and buy your dad a lawnmower 4.0 for Mother's Day so your mother doesn't have to deal with that. <laughs> Painted that picture. <laughs> like, I just had to stop. Oh, God, it's the last thing in, in the world. A nice butt crack snack. That's the Mother's last Day. thing in the world that I ever, ever want to think about. Ever. You and you just put it in my mind like an you asshole. Good Lord. 
Happy Mother's Day. SteveAsbara.com. Go check him out as well. He is the guy that's responsible for ChopSportsMedia.com. So if you're interested and you need some New York, New Jersey web development, head on over to SteveAsbara.com. Very affordable, very real, very authentic, very good dude. Um, I talked to him. He said he was supposed to come out to the draft, too, but I guess he never did. So another false promise. Anyway, you taking over the the, the, uh, the graphics there, oh, Cheech? I was in the comments. Uh, I'm in the comments now, too. Um you know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. Right. Manscaped followed by Lilac and Sage Boutique. Perfect, uh, perfect combo. We're going right into it. NBA. Guess what? There's playoffs still happening, ladies and gents. The Bucks decide to take care of business and 101-89 win in game one of their series. Giannis, my God, again, 24-13 and 12, a triple-double in the first game. Drew, spelt like a moron, uh, goes for 25 points. Tatum, 21 points for the Celtics. Not enough, obviously. Yeah, I, the, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I got to watch this game because I did not. I, I watched, I watched some highlights. It, but the Bucks, I was the, the Bucks tied up. seemed like they took what everybody was saying about the Celtics being anointed as the team to beat in the East. I was saying it. Mm. Right? Everybody was kind of saying it. And they took that personal. They went on the road, and they beat the living shit out of the Boston Celtics. Like, that was an easy win. Giannis did whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. The Celtics got to figure something out. What am I missing here? <laughs> Scoop with the name. Stepbrother, I'm stuck. <laughs> oh, if you know, you know, you sick, sick sons of bitches out there. Anyway, um. Oh, there we go. Forget I'm an asshole. Janine coming in before we get more into the Bucks game. Absolute eyewear gift certificate for Mother's Day. If you go in there, I promoted them yesterday because uh, it's sunglass season, folks. We're getting sunny out there, except for today because got you know it's fucking Jersey, so of course it's miserable outside, and all my bones are. If only aching I knew anybody that needed glass. <laughs> yeah, can you please just go in there and help your own cause? Please, so you can see, at least put the contacts in or whatever. Absolute Eyewear, a big, big sponsor of ours. Be sure to go check those guys out right on Main Street next to the train station, as you're here every day uh, in my read. I got to change that up, too. Do you know I recorded that you're like, a you long know, time ago? I'm old now. It's like I'm not getting older. I'm officially fucking old. Yeah, you know what? That. It's like, uh, you know, myself and Gooch are getting a little older, right? But now we're just old since then, so let's just let's just change it up. Um any haters out there watching the Yankees? I'm assuming that's old man. Yeah. Okay. How's his knee? Everybody doing yeah, all right? He's doing better. Good, good. All right. So back to the Bucks real quick. I didn't watch the game. You said, you know, they kind of put themselves on notice as, you know, hey, we're still here, by the way. We're the defending champions. So let me put the clamps down on the Celtics. To hold a team to 89 points in the playoffs, great defensive effort. You said it. Protect the rim. Giannis did it. I mean, they didn't even – the Celtics, I didn't look at the, the numbers of this game, but – there was really no reason to it. They, like I said, they beat the shit out of them up and down. The Celtics didn't hit shots. They didn't play good defense. They didn't rebound well. I think Mark Stevens even went into the halftime. Went into the locker room with eight minutes to go in the fourth. So this is the head coach. I don't know if he came back out or not, but mm-hmm. eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Mark Stevens definitely left the bench and went into the locker room. So you know, if LeBron did that, God, oh, I mean, like some God. breaking news all over the place. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that game comes and goes. Game one in the books. Uh, the Warriors uh, jumped off to a one nothing lead as they defeat Memphis 117-116. I'm kind of upset that I missed this game because considering they won by one, um, you know, I'm assuming it was a lot better this than a, a very entertaining game. Somebody, somebody freshen me up on this. Jordan Poole is a bench player. Yes, he's a he six. scored 31 points and played 38 minutes. So he's not really a bench player. He's like a sixth man adjacent. And he's just he's on the court all the well, time. Yeah, he's he's the sixth man of the year. Is he? Yeah. Well, I, he, I don't think he was why. actually. I don't actually. I don't know if he was for sure. But he should have been. He should have been the most improved player. He had himself over John a day. Moran. I don't know if he was. I don't actually. I'm positive that he wasn't. <laughs> or Remember I? that time we started this podcast? We we're unprepared Scoop, for a Scoop, second. Don't you uh, do a basketball podcast on our network? Could you fill me in what Jordan Poole was? Uh, Jordan Poole is the best player, uh, or no, like the best player I on the team right now. Is. Thanks for your opinion, there, Scoop. No, How about really an actual? He's, he's, he's lights out. Steph Curry, though, after the game, talking shit 
talking like he clamped somebody down. He clamped Jaw down at the end of that. Yeah, game. yeah, Jaw with thirty four points. That was clamped. No, all clamped. Like the last play of the game, oh. Jaw Moran had an opportunity to win it, and he didn't. Jaw Moran goes for thirty four. Jaron Jackson goes for thirty three. So the big you know, story was seventy seven points. Draymond getting ejected in the second quarter. He went on record and said that he thought for sure that once you get to the NBA playoffs that, you know, the referees kind of lay off a little bit, right? And they just kind of let things kind of roll and let these guys Who play. Who said that? Him. Draymond? Yes. After. He said that the, he said, he said the regular podcast. season is a lot softer, and they said in the playoffs they would, you know, get see, a little harder He here. was saying, see, I think that you missed awesome. – you might have you might have heard part of it because what he really went on to say was, I've been suspended for a game five of the, um, of the finals before, so I, I know that. for a fact that they would kick me out of this game. So he's saying that while it always does surprise him, he wasn't he he does know that the the way the league handles him. Look, that was a terrible call. He fouled him. Maybe even want to call he it a scrape his face or something. No, but he dragged him down to the ground. But like as he was falling down, like he grabbed the guy's jersey. It was it was a little touchy. I, I would never eject somebody for that in the postseason. At, at he that, said it but, should have been a flagrant one at the least. Yeah, it was a flagrant foul, but a flagrant two where you get booted. Bye bye. I mean that's. That's know. a little like NBA versus Draymond there. You know, he has the MO to be a well, little bit of a really dirtier like, player. In this game, it was like the NBA versus Ja because you got all the stars on Golden State, and then you have Ja Morant, who almost did it. But that series is going to be great. Quite. That series is going to be great. Uh, and obviously tonight, uh, Philly and Miami, Dallas. Uh, uh, what, do we have graphics for that? I don't even know. Yeah, I'm pretty yes. sure you did uh, with spreads and all that good shit. Um, so the Mavs and the Suns get off tonight, a, uh, over under of two fifteen, great number. Love you, Graham. Um, and then, uh, it looks like the Suns that's 10 o'clock. So this will be the later game. Suns in Dallas. Let's go Dallas. Suns are favored by five, say five. Okay. Five. Um, this was obviously starting in Phoenix. So I'm assuming that's why, but if I, listen, I don't know what the sauce is going to do. And I think I, uh, did you see the, uh, the apology video on Instagram? Yeah, the sauce had himself a weekend in Vegas. With the so he didn't stack. have like his analytics in front of him. He was basically picking off his his heart, I guess. But you know, look, that that can happen. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do. You're allowed to bet with your heart sometimes and just have a feeling. Uh, so anyway, sauce didn't have a great weekend, obviously, as far as the gambling numbers are concerned. But if I'm him right now, I'm not an expert on this. But five is a big number for a guy. You know, for a Luca led Dallas team to lose by. I'm with. The plus five. Give me the plus five all day. I I don't know what everybody else is going to do, but that's where I'm feeling about this one. I don't, know, I don't know. I feel I feel like very similar to. I feel like the Suns are going to beat up on them. You know, they're the they're the other team, the Western Conference defending champs. The Mavericks they played well. There's some history between Bridges and um and and the rookie. Was it Brunson? Mm. Brent Brunson. They played together in college, and they're talking shit on Instagram already and Twitter. So it should be a fun series. I think the Suns are a far better team. I know Luca's Luca, but the Suns. Did are you see the Suns caught a little team. bit of a uh, fine ski about not reporting the correct injury status for Booker? That's fine. I'm just saying, like, are they pulling a Patriots and they're just trying to, you know, pull it off? Or like, oh, by the way, uh, Booker's playing. Tip off. <laughs> you know, like that's all. I good. guess you're not allowed maybe to do that. Should, maybe more teams should do that and, and be. Well, you're not. There's, there's rules against. Who gives it. a shit. There's, there's a fine. You I, could keep. You could maybe possibly get an edge, and you get fined. You're a billionaire. Mm. Find me. Anyway, uh, enthusiastic NBA coverage here, Jimmy. Shut up already. Just, just shut up. Anyway, can't wait for more hockey news. You know well, there we will be do? some tomorrow. You could sit there when he starts saying something about his weight or something like that. That nobody cares like, about? Oh, mm. You'd be like, oh, Jimmy, you gained another pound on your uh, diet? Yeah. Is, As is the crickets a, here, are you yeah. trying to gain weight on this diet, Jimmy? <laughs> that's that, that, that defeats the, the purpose. Uh, anyway, there is another game, and it's the first game of the Philadelphia Miami series that kicks off tonight as well, or tips off tonight, um, as well. And um, which McCall, I'm just going to bring that up because we have a spread there 208, a little bit of a lower ooh, number, that's seven points there. Uh, but what is that, three, seven and a half? Seven and a half. The fuck? I'm taking both dogs tonight. So do you Big are you spreads. aware? Are you aware that Joel Embiid is out indefinitely with a broken taking the orbital? heat tonight? Yeah, so <laughs> definitely not taking the Sixers in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, the, Embiid is their only chance because they are gonna. James Harden is gonna have his hands full. He might just be like, you know what? Halftime, he might stop playing. He might. He might. Uh, going back to the comments here, scoop is up twenty twenty two. I do want to address one thing. Joe Lacory asked if we were watching Winning Time. I know I am. I don't know about you. Yes. Oh, dude, what a show! What a absolute banger of a show another thing that we're going to probably talk about on the jimmy show today which is definitely a good topic to talk about yeah no great show i love it um 
it's very dude what's his face kills it first of all the guy what's the the john c. well john c Riley's doing amazing things yeah no he's pat doing riley Who the guy playing about? pat riley um adrian brody brody killing it bro killing yeah, it star-studded um, cast it really is it really is and it, it, it again great show you would assume that they get a second season Maybe I don't know. Like they got, like they got a long way to go. If they want to carry this, I they know. can. I feel like they're going to get sued by a bunch of people after season one. Jerry, Jerry West, West one of them, <laughs> trying to get them to take the show down and re. I don't even know how you would be able to like, watched, retract. I think what I'm, you said it's a fucking TV show. I think I'm one see one show behind, but like I've not seen anything too demeaning about Jerry West Bro. outside the fact that he's you know a little bit of a loose cannon, but like. So, I'm not, I'm not so, out there like, oh, I'm going to sue you. You made me look like shit. Like, so I don't know. Making, but they made him out to look like he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And As the head coach. As the head coach and yeah. the GM. G- he, he was a great GM. They're making it seem like he didn't want to draft Magic Johnson. Like, that's the entire legacy of the Lakers. Right I found it fascinating. Not, not the entire, but you get what I'm saying. Like, that was huge for what was going on at the time. For them to say that he didn't want Magic Johnson when they, if that's not true, I would be like, I don't want people thinking that. I think you the f- I think the best part or one of the best uh, parts of the of the series so far is Magic Johnson choosing between Converse, Adidas, and Nike, and Nike like being that small scale, like, hey man, I'll put your put your name on the shoe, and he's like, yeah, that's great, and then he asked Converse, hey, could you put the name on the shoe? And they're like, mm, I don't know. But then at that point, I was like, oh, he's gonna sign with Nike. That's cool. And he never did. And then they found the guy named Michael Jordan, and the rest is history. Can you imagine if it was Johnson's instead of Jordan's, you know, for going forward? It like would, It would have – I don't think that Magic Johnson – Or Magic's. Yeah, Johnson's would be like a little if weird. Magic, if Magic Johnson would have signed with Nike at the time, I don't think that Michael Jordan would have come along and they would have been like, no, we got our guy. Like, they would have done the same exact thing with Jordan. I think it's because Jordan was, like, the exclusive dude that that became the it brand. years later, though. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they kept pushing this little small peanuts. Uh, Phil, Phil Knight, is it the owner of uh, Nike? Whatever. Him, he comes up. He doesn't have a business like like the rest of these guys got these like slideshow presentations for for uh, for Magic Johnson. This guy's just approaching him like, "Yo, man, I made you a shoe. Do you like it?" <laughs> you know, Magic Johnson's like, "Eh, well, whatever." Is Ken Palman coming in like 20 minutes later asking my father if he's celebrating the Royals win? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, we're going to get into no, that actually, right now. You know what we shouldn't do, actually? We shouldn't we shouldn't want our team to win. I know. What a, a silly team. concept. On, silly out. concept. We are one month deep into the season of baseball in which everybody thought that there wasn't going to be any baseball. We're already a month in, and both New York teams are absolutely crushing it right now. Uh, we are one month in. The Yankees, 16-6, and six, the best record in baseball. I'm not just making that up. I'm not just not some tongue-in-cheek. That's just literally me saying they have statistically the best record in baseball. Right behind by a half a game with one more loss. I guess they suck. The Mets are 16 and 7. However, they've won all of their series. They've won them all. So kudos to them for winning series. There's a lot of pros and cons to both of these teams. Um, I would say if you're looking at the Yankees first, what are you smiling at? What? Uh, Ken's response. Oh, Yankees hate. Oh, he was just responding. I I totally get it. Um, The Yankees, obviously, yes, you beat up the teams that are bad on your schedule. So that's what you're going to do. You need these wins. These wins will add up towards the end of the year. Trust me when I tell you this. If they're within a game or two of the Blue Jays or the Blue Jays are back to, you're going to look back and be like, well, thank God we took care of business against the fucking Royals in April. Two weeks ago, I was was talking about the Yankees finishing fourth. And this was like before the season started. I just don't believe in their roster entirely. I still kind of don't. But they're playing well, and they're beating teams that they should be beating, and they haven't lost in about a week and a half. So, of course, I'm excited about it. It's better than losing two, you know, extra inning game to the Orioles and then having the entire world coming down on you thinking that the season is over April 10th. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we're talking about the Yankees real quick. Rizzo has been a delight, you know, nine homers, having himself a, a little bit of a, a good start there. The bullpen looks great. Nestor Cortez is probably the story of that pitching staff right now. He's continuing what he started last year. Well, he's the feel-good story of the pitching staff. The real story is still Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is turning it around around a little bit. bit, But, look, we got to see some – I want to see a solid two months out of Garrett Cole. He's dropped – listen, he was 0-0. He was 0-0 for the first, like, three starts that he had. No wins, no losses. Uh, And now he's 2-0 with a three ERA flat. He had a four ERA last week. So he dropped it a whole run, you know, in his runs average. Um, So he's doing all right. I do dig the guy batting 303, ladies and gents, and that's IKF. I call him the waffle, even though it has nothing to do with anything. I'm just calling him waffle. Oh, my boy Tommy sends me waffle emojis every time he does something. But falafel, falafel, 
<laughs> Isaiah is doing very well, and the Yankees are doing very well. Their cons, I would say, in the beginning of the season, uh, Josh Donaldson needs to get going a little bit. Gallo looks like he can't hit water if he fell off a boat. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Chapman, I mentioned this about Chapman being a headache, right? Um, but Chapman has a zero ERA. He's let up no runs. And the more I look at it, the more it's just like a frustrating thing when he's missing his spots. But he hasn't given up any runs, which, again, is, is clutch. Obviously. Yeah, I don't know. People just six saves out of 11. expect something different out of a closer because we've had Mariano. Chapman's a solid closer. He's been. The Yankees only have six losses as a team, and Clark Schmidt has two of them, and I believe he was sent down yesterday. So him and Andujar, you know, back to the minors. Um, we'll see what happens there. But as far as the Mets are concerned, dude, their their offense <clears throat> has turned it up a lot. Uh, the fine little player in Francisco Lindor is batting 281 with four homers. So he's he's added the long ball uh, to his game. I get. I mean, he's always been a decent home run hitter. Uh, Jeff McNeil, bro, he's batting 361. So he's one of the top batters in baseball right now. Eduardo Escobar. Eight doubles in the month of April. <laughs> so that dude is is raking right now. About my boy from the Angels, Taylor Ward. Who's that? They, they don't have him on the list because I think I, I wrote batting. these down. These are my right. Yeah, downs. but you look at the um the batting averages, right? Yeah. Did, is anyone else dealing with bullshit with ESPN right now? Can't oh. even fucking look. Disney. Um. Anyway, so then yeah, obviously the story of their pitching staff. No Degrom, no problem right now. I don't know how much that's gonna. Kind of, you know, how how long that's going to last. But right now, they're weathering that storm. Max Scherzer lights out. The guy hasn't lost in like a year and a half, by the way. It's he been, it's, he's it's, been it's, in 396. I guess he doesn't qualify. Well, he might not qualify because of the at-bats. Yeah, maybe the game's played. He's got like six home runs. Well, anyway, no, he doesn't. Uh, you talk about the Mets? I'm, if, if fucking ESPN's app would work, then I would go to it. It's but. not the Mets. Mets' home run leader is four with Lindor. No, so it's not the Mets. Okay. Uh, we'll get into the rest of the league in a second. Scherzer, 4-0, 2.61 ERA, 31 innings pitch. So the guy's pretty durable. I would say the cons right now, you want to get Starling Marte um, going. Still just doing the Mets. I thought you were going through the leaders. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do leaders in a second. Marte batting 225. You want him to get, but he had a great catch last night. Good defensive guy. Um, Trevor Williams, I guess, is the one guy that people are starting to want to throw into the East River. Uh, 0-2 with a 9.82 ERA in the month of April. So he's the one guy that they're probably saying, you know, like uh, enough's enough. Please stop this shit. Um, but overall, you know, 15 and uh, 16 and 6 and 16 and 7, the Yankees and the Mets respectively being the top of their uh, of their leagues. How long that lasts? I mean, I don't know. I would assume that if I had to make a, an educated guess on the rest of the year, I would say the Mets have a better chance of sustaining this because they might get DeGrom back and Scherzer pitching out of his mind. You never I have to worry about Aaron him. Boone and Aaron Boone's yeah, probably going to make a couple that. decisions that you want to scratch your head you know. and blow your head off. Um, so I would assume that the Mets have a little bit of a better chance to sustain top rank. Uh, but the Yankees winners of nine straight are still only like a game and a half up on the Blue Jays. So the Blue Jays are like seven and three in their last 10. The Yankees are nine and one. It's way too the Blue Jays to are playing at good baseball. At this point, the Blue Jays are as good as anybody. They are. Over the last they are. Years. There's for, they've been built that way, and I feel like that's going to stay that way. Their, their issue has always been pitching. Now they got great pitching. Right. Right. Uh, around the league, as far as some stories that you want to keep your uh, keep your eye on, the average leader through April is Eric Hosmer batting 382. Right now, and he's See, played enough games. I, that's where I have an issue because I, for some reason it's not letting me pull up. But I know there's guys that are batting better than 382. Well, like I said, I think it's a qualifying type deal with the the amount of at bats. Anybody who bats ten times and has four hits is batting 400. I want to know what the what do you have to qualify like at this point? What's the qualifying? There's got to be some type of criteria. Well, you know what? I probably the season. I'll probably you know I'll because I would imagine that this guy should qualify because he's been pretty. You know, he's like the top points getter in fantasy. Fantasy baseball. Well, I don't know. He didn't fantasy baseball is always the you know the the criteria. You know what I'm saying? Like point just because it's, like if you're if you have the most points, then you have to. It's only been three weeks of the season, so if you've played in half the games, you should qualify. Right. I'm looking it up now with the stats. MLB.com. Here we go. Uh, so if I hit average and it brings it up, 382. Eric Hosmer is the number one guy. Who's your guy you were talking about? Taylor Ward. I don't see him anywhere on here. I don't see him anywhere on here. So maybe, like I said, maybe he's got uh, the less at bats or whatever. But 382 seems to be the league average right now. Uh, the lead leading average is Eric Hosmer, 382. The home runs is our boy Riz uh, with nine. Um, 
I think he's by himself in that category. I'm looking right now. Eight, CJ Crone. Aaron Judge has eight, and he hit another two yesterday. So if, if Rizzo and Judge and then Stanton gets hot, you don't want this Yankee offense to get hot. because. And, and when I say get hot, I, mean, I think they already got hot. He's batting 400 with 55 at-bats, 22 hits, five home runs. 55 at-bats? Yeah, 16 okay, so, runs scored, so 13 So Cesar Hernandez has 103 at-bats. So that's I where it that is. Makes it's half, uh, half the at-bats. Uh, so Cesar Hernandez with that and – with all those at bats, he's batting 272. So Hernandez is having himself a nice little start. Uh, the RBI leader Jose Ramirez with 28 uh, pitching wins. Obviously, that's uh, there's four. I mean, uh, there's a bunch of guys with four wins, so they've cleaned up in April. One of them being Max Scherzer. Um, the ERA Pablo Lopez with a .039 ERA, so he's doing wonderful. And Jordan Romano with the saves lead right now. So does anything actually kind of stout glaring to? What we're seeing right now, the one thing I want to, I definitely needed to bring up, is the fact that the 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 Cincinnati Reds, it, it's a very very tough start for them as they are three and nineteen. I don't know what you do over there. I don't know how you fix that. Do you look at a three and nineteen season and say like it's over already? No, no. it's baseball. There's they sixteen could, games under five hundred. It's it's a baseball season. It's I know they're but, not going to be a playoff team. Oh, that, that's that's almost apparent, a guarantee. Yeah. Uh, but still, if you it just doesn't look like it's going to get any better for them anytime soon because the reasons why they're not playing well is their pitching is not living up to expectations. They don't have a good lineup. Mm. So it's not like all of a sudden you're going to get collectively this team to start playing a lot better. They've given up 132 runs and only scored 67. They're getting the season, it's just It's too early in 22 games into a baseball season for me to say it's over. It's like the equivalent of going like one and two. Not a great start, but your season's not over in football. You cannot say three and 19 is one and two in football. Well, 10 games equals one in football. So if there's 162 games and now we're talking 17, I've always Fine. done that math. So it is. It actually is that. It doesn't feel Give like that, take. I guess. It doesn't you know? feel like that. It because... doesn't feel like that. But it's the point being is you could still – you win five out of seven for the next three weeks. All of a sudden, your record is not so bad. You're like almost 500. So, but again, can you sustain that for three weeks? Who knows? Ibby's coming in. Save Joey Votto. Yeah, man, I feel bad. I feel bad for Joey Votto right now. You do not want to see his career wilter away with a team that's just not competing. And I don't know how early they would pull a trigger in a trade or something like that for a Joey Votto. I take him in a heartbeat. I love Joey Votto. Um, But again, so they're more so than the the stats and things like that. My takeaway from from the first part of this season is that baseball is very different. It's a very different game overnight. Right. So the changes that they've made, they've had an immediate impact. I, I don't know if it's the hitters that are benefiting or the pitchers that are benefiting, but it's different. Right. Some pitchers hate it. Some pitchers like to, to move fast, but mm-hmm. you hear a lot of you said you went to that. a game that was like, you yeah, felt like bro, it was the a games blink. are over very fast. It's like two hours. And I, if you, I got there in the second inning and before I, I looked up and it was the fifth, I was like, holy shit, the games are going a lot faster. Can't I go to the bathroom anymore, folks. It's a good <laughs> thing. Don't get me wrong. That's been the problem for a long time. But there's a, a few other things about like the, the pace of play that I think that they should give some of these guys. When there's a runner on base, it's fucking up. It's almost impossible to hold runners. I think stolen bases are up throughout throughout the league this year. Julio Rodriguez has nine. It's okay. about, you know. Curious to see last where that's year, at. I'm not sure if there was even two guys in all of baseball that had 10 in the first half. That's how that's how low steals have been over the, the past couple of years. Mm. I could be wrong, but I just know it. Teams don't typically run. You're seeing a little bit more of that because of the inability to hold a runner. Uh, pitchers don't like the the game clock, but if I'm a batter, I wouldn't like it either. Right? Like you get a called strike against you, or are they just doing this in minors? I saw a game where the the batter took took a step out of the box and they called a strike. I'm like, am I watching fucking banana ball? <laughs> I thought I was watching this Savannah bananas because I that's what they were talking about. Where if you step out, it's a strike. I I yeah right yeah. I actually talk. I mean, I, I not that they're going to respond, but with Trevor Bauer uh, situation, which by the way we didn't even talk about really, Trevor Bauer getting suspended for two years worth of, fo- of yeah. baseball games. That one's going to go to appeals. I don't know, like what's the best that can happen? It's a year off, I guess. Maybe I think, I think if anything, and they they were smart with when they doled out the suspension. They said starting now. Yeah, I was good. None of none because of the missed time right now time, even counts. Because they know that they're That's probably going to be able to appeal. They'll drop just, the appeal down to a year. But ugh. how about this? Trevor Bauer won't ever pitch baseball again because no team is going to be willing to take the chance. It's not like the NFL. What chance? 
What, what are we talking about here? Look, like, there's no wear and tear on his arm for two years. Look, when I say take the chance, I'm saying court of public opinion, the the optics of it. Trevor Bauer, if he was if he was to shut the fuck up for the next year, two years, or if he was not saying anything, or the past six months when they when they found or however long it was, was it two months mm. where they they released that they weren't going to find charges or they weren't going to bring him up on charges? From that point, if he would have just kind of taken a back seat and shut his mouth, but he's putting himself at the forefront of every situation possible, and he's making as much noise as so possible. He's not very likable. He's not likable. Teams didn't like him to begin with. The Mets and the Dodgers were the only real two. Talk about it, dodging a bullet. The Mets the Mets were Remember so that report? Upset. Was it Nightingale who reported that they signed him? Like, This is the greatest dodged bullet of all time with this kid. And, and it's, it's unfortunate because I'm not about to go into the optics of it and make myself feel like I'm, I'm insensitive to what had happened. But again, this is the same thing that I've been referring to in all leagues, NFL, NHL, NBA, whatever. They are not the, the judge, jury, and executioner. They're not the, they're not the law. And they got to stop treating it like they are. Look, because, I, dra- look, I drafted tra- Trevor Bauer. I was okay with Trevor him Bauer on the Dodgers was, this year. He was clearly not liked by Rob Manfred. They've gone back and forth. Like this all actually happened, and 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 Bauer wasn't liked, right? And that was so apparent that when they dropped the charges and nothing was going to happen to this kid criminally, Manfred almost said, "Okay, watch this." You know, it was almost like a personal. Hey, by the way, we're suspending you for two fucking years. That's insane to me. Where the guy that was not even charged with anything. And I'm not saying like, oh, he gave him hush money or, oh, they paid him off the victims. And again, I'm not trying to be insensitive to the victims or anybody that was involved in this shit. But let's call it how it is, man. He's not in trouble with the law. He's in trouble with Rob Manfred. Yeah, straight up. But look, this is touchy. I know this is a touchy situation because. MLB doesn't have to find it's not the same like the law the in court you could be like look I know you're a piece of shit and I know you did this 20 different times but because we don't have the evidence to prosecute you even though it's common knowledge and a known thing like under the under the law they can't prosecute him but it doesn't mean that the judge isn't like dude we know you're a scumbag and but legally that's what lawyers are for they find loopholes and all this shit Major League Baseball doesn't have that. They look at the optics of it and they say, well, there's 20 people that are talking crazy. Now, you could have so a So why lawyer- hasn't the NFL done that with Deshaun Watson? Because maybe the, the situation is very, very different. I'm just saying, like, it's the same where, thing where in regards lawyer- to not being charged, blah, 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 right? And Goodell has this image to uphold for the NFL. And also, maybe the NFL does. I've been saying that. <laughs> maybe the NFL does. It's not that they haven't. They have a history of doing things just like that, but much like the NFL and much like this case, Trevor Bauer is going to appeal. And the reason why I think they levied such a big suspension in this case is because I think that they will reduce the suspension to have to a half of what they've given it. And because if they did that, then they would have probably been able to say time served, just pay this money and you'll be able to play. Right. In this case, he'll probably get it reduced to one year, but they won't allow him to do the time served. They'll just wipe that away. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, we'll see. I'm not an expert. I'm also not a judge. I can't make those calls. I can't sit there and, and say, like, oh, like, well, you know, this happened, blah, blah, blah. And the like, Dodgers have to want them. A team has to want them. Correct. And you know what? There always is a team. The Cleveland Browns wanted Deshaun Watson after all the bullshit, right? Teams do want these people, all right? Even The Philadelphia Eagles took a chance on Mike Vick after he murdered dogs. So, like, trust me when I tell you, there are always teams that are looking to get better, and if you add a Trevor Bauer to a pitching staff, they're better. Yeah, but I'm not looking to get Trevor Bauer better at $41 million. So, if I could get out of that Oh, he's never going to – listen, he's never going to make that money again. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, for, for him for him to – for him to be kicked out of baseball and basically never play again and not, and never be charged. It's almost as if like, man, what did I do all this work for to clear my name when my name is not cleared? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, that's to me, that's, that's rough. I, I, and I'm not like, look, I'm not sympathizing with the guy. He's made plenty of money. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying like, Oh man, he's made all some, that he's money. Made some poor choices. He's made some shitty career. choices. He's linked up with some serious people that are out to get him, or, or whatever the case it's it's rough. The whole thing is rough. I don't like it. I, I don't like how I the MLB. Want him on the Yankees at this point, huh? I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him on the Yankees. I mean, right point. now you don't really need him on the Yankees. The Yankees are no, sixteen you, you and six. The Yankees need a pitcher like Trevor Bauer. They just don't need him because he's a fucking loser. Right now they don't need him. Correct. But in, in a year, if they if they say time served plus the rest of this year, you can come back next year. I'm taking a flyer. I'm taking a flyer. He's a good pitcher. 
You know, and again, if that makes paints me out to be some kind of insensitive piece of garbage, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to tell you that every team in every sport does this, does this. They do their due diligence to make sure the guy doesn't get locked up again. And then all of a sudden they're a viable option and they're signed. The Cleveland Browns gave Houston everything for Deshaun Watson. And then on top of that, hey, Mr. Watson, you're also going to get the most guaranteed money the NFL has ever divvied out, even though there's still a couple civil suits against you. That's what I'm saying. Like Bauer's situation sucks, but let's call it how it is. The the, the girls, you know, it was rough, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Yo, you whatever. Forgot, Ken, you forgot Domingo Herman. You have to throw him in there. He'll he'll bridge the gap. So it's Bauer to Herman to Chapman. And I know that he's making just like jokes about the Yankees. Mm. legal troubles with uh, uh fine i mean look and, and look and i'm not saying that case. it was a good uh good look for the cowboys but the cowboys took a chance on a guy like greg hardy and he good. was the biggest piece of shit in the world he lasted for about a cup of coffee and it's like fuck you out but they did it because they needed a pass rush you know what i'm saying like it's like uh i don't know like i said rough stuff to do Scoop's sitting there like when did butt stuff become um a felony because he's going to jail because <laughs> i guess i'd be arrested Scoop. for four years sick bastard anyway this has been another show um yeah, obviously I'm, I'm like all the way up here nasally oh all right to, go blow your nose ready to go handle uh, my business all right go blow your nose we want to thank you guys for joining us here on a monday start your week off with chop sports if you didn't catch the entire show be sure to get back hit the play button replay this bad boy and today your homework assignment ladies and gentlemen is to not only like the video but to share this video tell your friends this is who you watch at 11 o'clock every day hey if you say some comments they'll bring you on you can call in you can do all this other shit uh that we provide and we pride ourselves on being a more interactive sports show or you can call the fan and stay on hold for i don't know 45 minutes and, and not be able to talk sports when you want to talk sports. If you want to talk sports, come chop it up with us. For Sturch and Gooch and nobody producing because we did a great job by ourselves, we'll be back here today live. If you want to check out some pro wrestling talk, it'll be myself, Tommy D, Wrestling Rob, talking pro wrestling, just the three of us. Uh, we'll do that later on. And, of course, look for the new podcast that dropped on our network today, a New Jersey boys tomorrow, a new Jimmy Palumbo. Um, and then obviously the Mets, the Jets, the soccer guys, everybody. There's a big, big number coming. I can feel it. There's going to be a big little hike as uh, as sports are all literally all taking over right now, which is a great thing for us. So we will see you guys tomorrow. Later. Yeah, the Yankees are covering every single spread, too. To win some money. Minus one and a half, minus one and a half, minus one and a half, minus one. And but there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.